0: This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton.
1: And we're extremely excited to welcome on the program now, Professor Joseph Goodman, Associate Professor of Marketing at The Ohio State University. Welcome to the program, Joseph.
0: Thanks, America. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. Uh, I, I appreciate you uh, getting the Ohio State correct.
1: <laughs> I got to tell you, I love it, man. It's, like, it's the brand, man. It's like the Ohio State University. It's like, you know, you got to say it like you mean it. You know what I mean? I love it. Joe, I want to jump into this paper. I was reading it. It is absolutely fascinating and incredible. First of all, congratulations, listeners. This is a a paper that is published in a journal called the Journal of Consumer Research. They reject like 99% of everything that gets sent there. So, sir, congratulations for your article. Uh, Thank you. Very, very interesting stuff. Take us through. Uh, the, take us through the backstory about how you got interested in studying uh, the perception of the preference for you know experiential goods versus material goods, and, and how you and your colleagues uh, developed yeah. the idea and sort of brought it to uh, analytical rigor and scientific study and things of that nature.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you mentioned being an a- a- academic is kind of an entrepreneur. But it's also very collaborative, and so we had a lab meeting at Texas, you know, many years ago, and mm-hmm. and we were talking about a paper, uh, you know, very famous now by uh, Van Boven and Gilovich that yes. showed that experiences, yes, were better than material. Goods. Yes, if you want to. I love this.
1: I, I'm sorry, I'm going to jump in, Joe, yeah. because many many years ago I read that paper. And I, I had an, I, I love that you did the work because you, this is a response to it. But I, I had a kind of interesting reaction to that paper, famous paper that you mentioned, which basically the, the premise was that, you know, experiential goods are better than material goods. And it, it to me, it was like, you know, it kind of it kind of flew in the face of marketing. It's like, you know, yes, experiences are very important, but like this dichotomy of if you're given a choice of choosing just an experience or just uh, something that's a product, for example. It's kind of like, almost like a weird kind of categorization because products can be part of experiences and it can all be kind of muddled up in your brain. And so to make the argument that experiences are always better kind of always struck me as like, wow, it's like someone ought to show that there's more nuance there. And this is exactly what you did, yes?
0: Yeah, yeah. And so we were thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, I I believe it. I want to personally believe it. I try to live experientially and... You know, whenever, if, if I do have some money, I, I say, I, I'll, I'd rather try to spend it on in on life experiences as opposed to spending it on material goods.
1: Yes. And part of it, I, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you, Joe, because part yeah. of it's like, you know, we're walking around with this identity because I'm, I'm interested in identity.
0: Uh, a little it, bit. Yeah. A little bit.
1: Yeah, just a little okay. bit. And uh, you're 100% correct, Joe. It's like. You know, I it, there, there it, there's a badge of it, it, it's almost like you've got better character if you're willing to say I'm interested in experiences. I don't, you know, I'm not interested in material things. You know, products are for people who are about stuff and materialistic, you know, a-holes. Exactly. I'm an I'm an experiencer. I need to get out there and live. So it's almost this weird like moral thing on, in there. I think that's part of what you're saying. Yes.
0: Yeah, and there's there's some there's empirical evidence as well. Like people feel that experiences are more about themselves, they're mm-hmm. more identity relevant, they're closer to who they are. Um, and so you know, I want to believe that too. But when we were talking, it was again, this Julie Irwin and Leonardo and Nicola we were ta- we were talking about this in lab. and we said, you know, experiences are great, but and they can be fantastic, but they must be horrible. I mean, you can have that <laughs> vacation and you're you're stuck in at O'Hare they for a, an extra day. by mm-hmm. the time you actually make it to the island where you're having your vacation, it, they, you're, they've lost your hotel reservation mm-hmm. you're late, your bags show up the last day. And it rains the whole time, right? I mean, it could just go really, really bad. And he's like, Maybe I should have just bought the sofa instead of going on vacation. <laughs> How bad can that turn out? Mm-hmm. And so that was our first paper was like, okay, let's look at the negative side of this. And it mm. turns out that material things don't turn out as bad as experiences. And so maybe if you're risk averse, you should, you know, oh. take it easy and, and have experiences or uh, purchase more material things. Right. And so that kind of led me on a bunch of other projects on this material experiential Mm -hmm. difference um and one question i had was well does this carry over to gift giving it's
1: like oh
0: people it it seems like it should hold right and uh i a little bit we didn't know so i went and i tested it and well you know it holds people prefer to get experiential gifts than material gifts yes but Okay. But, well, but there's a but, <laughs> well, right? Well, well, why is everyone giving me material? Guess? <laughs> well, Kevin, they figured it out. And so I was talking to uh, Sarah Lim, who's a, a doctoral student at Cornell. And mm-hmm. um, this is before she's in the doctoral program. She was actually applying to uh, a program. Okay. And, um, and we were talking about this. And I had this data and she said, you know, I think it has something to do with, you know the social distance, and that's going to be a key mm. component of this, right? Giving gifts is a social interaction. Social interaction, it, right? Right, and mm-hmm. and so if if I'm close enough to you, and I know what kind of experiences you like, then maybe I'll give I'll be more likely to have experiences. Right, when you're further away. You know, you give a material good because you're not really sure. Ah, like,
1: interesting, like dead, interesting. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Material things are less risky.
1: Yes. So, so it basically to just interrupt you, uh, Joe. You're, this is absolutely incredible and quite fascinating. You're saying that giving product, giving material gifts, is a risk mitigation strategy for consumers.
0: Right. And mm. and, and and a lot of it, I think, is actually kind of the marketers' fault. There mm. so were marketers who come in because. Material goods are easy to return. You can return them, you can mm-hmm. re them, which turns out is not so bad. People don't mind getting re-gifted. <laughs> um, but it's, you can't do that with an experience. Right. You know, if, if I get you tickets to a concert, and you might even love the band, but you can't go. What are you going to do? You, can't, you can not You resell it, but then you lose money. Right. And then it's, it's harder. It's harder. Why Ticketmaster doesn't allow me to get a gift certificate or allow you oh. to return them, I mm-hmm. don't know. You Interesting. Know, it doesn't make any sense to me. Right.
1: And so when you went, so when you, so tell me about the first study that you did to sort of start documenting and you know exploring this in, in a in a scientific way as opposed to an anecdotal way.
0: Right. So the first, uh, one of my favorite studies, I think it was one uh, B or something in the paper. But one of my favorites is we just asked people. Um, we brought, um, we did this online through Mechanical Turk, mm-hmm. um, through uh, subjects online. We had students come into the lab and mm-hmm. answer questions mm-hmm. and we would ask them um to either think of a uh, a friend that's very close to them that mm-hmm. they know very well or a friend that's a little you know that they don't know so well gotcha so the socially close friend and a socially distant friend
1: it's interesting because you you uh, the, to make them both friends uh, adds an interesting nuance right joe they're both yeah. friends i mean but yeah. when you but the social distance construct is what's really the key aspect here
0: yeah and that's kind of an established idea in and in psychology, of, of that this that there's a social mm-hmm. distance that we have, you know, there's some people are in a social closer social circle mm-hmm. that we know more about than a, a distant one. Mm-hmm. And so he said, okay, what now? Um, imagine it's their birthday. What would you give them as a as a birthday gift? Gotcha. And just have them write down what the gift wow. was. Wow, interesting. And then open ended. Just
1: it. just write write down the This free free response. What's the oh, gift? Yep. Yeah.
0: Wow. Open it, which I to- usually try to really avoid. <laughs> but, <laughs> that, uh-huh, that, because that's that, a
1: coarse instrument. I mean, that is a blunt measurement tool, sir.
0: Right. And you well, got your effect. And then we said, okay, well, what is that that you wrote down? Rate it. Is it more material or more experiential? Mm-hmm. On the seven scale. Mm-hmm. And the people who were socially close said it was more of an experience. And the people who were socially distant or giving to a socially distant friend said that they were they were giving more material like gifts.
1: Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so in the, we, we did different variations of it. We did one where we gave people 10 different gifts and we said rate each of these gifts. Some are material, some are experiential rate, how likely you would be to give them. And again, as people are socially close, they're more likely to give mm-hmm. the experience than a material good.
1: Interesting. So the so the so the basic effect is: listen, if I'm socially close to you, I think I I have enough knowledge about you that I think I can. I, I the, the the risk is is not as bad to give an experiential gift because I know you, and so I'll have right. a preference for doing that because it's just ceteris paribus. On average, it's a better gift than the. Uh, right than the, than the material gift
0: yeah because people want to give gifts that are really personal and that are unique and special and experiences have all those components right they're unique you can't repeat you know no two experiences are the same so we really we it, i think down in our core we want to give an experience but it's just it's difficult and we're so afraid of giving a bad gift uh, and and missing so uh, and, and when there's that social distance we say you know let's just play it safe and let's just get the material gift
1: we've got about a minute left tell me a little bit about Joseph about what uh, what are some of the cool things that you're working on next in, in, in this space actually in this uh, materialism uh, materialist uh, uh, product versus experience space
0: um, yeah so um, on the material experiential stuff I've, I've also been looking um, at uh, another um, at uh, how people delay material and experiential things so mm-hmm. there's a a thing called hyperbolic discounting, and yes. people just—in short, people are impatient. We know consumers are really impatient. Well, it turns out they're actually more impatient for experiences than they are for material oh. goods, and they're actually more rational, less present bias, or less hyperbolic when they're delaying a material good. You know, and we think material things like I have to have them now. It turns out that people are actually rather patient with material goods compared to making an experiential purchase
1: very very cool stuff professor joe goodman thank you so much for being with us tonight the time flew by
0: yeah thanks a lot for having me enjoyed it, america we
1: appreciate you uh listeners you can find more about joe online at fisher.osu.edu or follow professor joe goodman on twitter at at Joe K. Goodman. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit
0: businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.